Welcome back to our last interview podcast of this course. There Hi. we go. We did it. We made it through. <laughs> and this time I'm interviewing Sue. Well, I'm also going to interview you. Yeah, I know, which makes it you are interviewing me twice. And I've only interviewed once. This is <laughs> it's so totally un unfair. But uneven. It's, yeah. I know it's going to. But that's kill okay. My that's life. OCD. It is life, unfortunately. Get used to it. I know. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks for that, Sue. It, it can be tough. No, this is going to be more of a. <laughs> More of a chat, a conversation yeah. um, between Absolutely. the two of us and with you out there listening. Yes. Uh, and, and this time we're going to chat a little bit about this, uh, the idea of biodiversity. So what is biodiversity? That okay. is the big question. It is. And there's a lot of different ways of looking at it. But I think probably most people look at it as the number of organisms that are out there in an ecosystem. Yep. Number of organisms in the ecosystem. But what's important about those organisms? Yes, I know. And this is where it starts getting kind of trickier in yeah. some way, because we talked about ecosystem management with Will ages ago. And when you look at it from that kind of perspective, it's probably the really important species that have a really big role that if you remove them from the environment, they would have really detrimental effects. Right. Yeah. You know? that, so that talks about... Um, one species being more important than the other. Yep, yep. But if we think about what biodiversity might be in terms of just putting putting some sure. labels, the types of biodiversity yep, we would yep. have in the first place, we would have the species diversity. Yes, um, exactly. We yep. also have things like the genes that they carry around. So the sure. genetic diversity, which yep. links into why some organisms might be more important than the other. Yeah, and then And then there's a third way we can look at it, right? And, and that, that is, is the... Ecosystem. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad I remembered that one. Thank you for prompting me. She ecosystem, didn't prompt me at all. E ecosystem <laughs> diversity um, and habitat diversity. Yes. So that's classically where ecologists will think of biodiversity. Yeah. You can have different biodiversity in different habitats, different right. types of niches that you can yep. have, where it's wetlands or forest or, or oceans or mountains um, or deserts. And that's still considered biodiversity. Sure. Different species are considered biodiversity. That's and right genetics they carry around the genes they sure. carry around is still part of the functional biodiversity absolutely yeah yeah and a lot of the genes that they will carry will depend on how, will determine how much they can evolve as well yeah. you look at cheetahs for example they're not very diverse at all genetically speaking so that means there's going to be a very little variation for selection to act on for a species to kind of evolve right so on a, so on a genetic level of diverse diversity is extremely important to allow evolution to keep yeah, occurring keep right. yeah. so um i am interested to what say what you mentioned about the ecosystem function and what you, you point out you right said that will mentioned before yeah, i yeah. rudely interrupted you <laughs> to clarify what we meant about no the, you, it was important you needed to clarify that i was just jumping all over the place <laughs> so so uh, is that true do you really think that's true what that there are the, some species that are more important than others yeah I, I think some people will argue that. Right. Will, will I argue that? I don't know. I'm not, I don't think I'm qualified to argue <laughs> that, to be completely honest. Um, you know, if we look at uh, the otters, the otter is a, a big example, right? Yeah. Where we have, you remove otters from an ecosystem, they don't eat the urchins any longer, and the urchins just take over and just eat all the plant life, and yeah. that area becomes barren. Yeah, so well, we talked about that yeah. back back when, when you saw the, yeah. the trophic cascades. And, yeah, and the keystone, and keystone species. species. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jesus, keep kicking that, because they keep hitting my knee. <laughs> it's okay, if, if you don't know, I just was saving my coffee then from going all over the computer. <laughs> yeah, I dropped my hand on my knee, and I just reflexively kicked out. 
Excellent. Way to go, Michael. So yeah, there, there, that's definitely an environmental context yes. where you've got specific cases where you have those trophic cascades occurring yeah. between yeah. different organisms in a specific habitat. Yep. Um, and that's sort of essentially what Will was arguing in yeah. his lectures as well, was it? I think so, yeah. He talked a little bit about that. Um, but okay, if we get back to this idea of are more, some more species more important than others? All right, how about clearly we feel that way about koalas, don't we? We do. We like koalas. We love koalas. We will spend a lot of money on koalas. Yes, we will. And is that a loaded question? Should no, we not it's be not. Spending... <laughs> Should no, we not no. be spending money? No, no, no. Um, but we obviously consider koalas very important, right? And they're not necessarily, don't have a huge ecosystem function, really. That we know of. That we know of. Yeah. Um, they're cute and cuddly. Yeah. They're seem to be high all the time and these eucalyptus <laughs> trees just yeah. really chilling out. Yeah. Um, but it's the lot, I guess we have an attachment to it. It's the loss of yeah. that biodiversity. We're seeing the loss of animals that we don't know what function they will have until we started eating them. We didn't sure. know that the otters were so important until they Absolutely. started dropping. Yeah. And then we saw those yeah, flow on yeah. effects. Um, I, I would actually argue somewhat in the middle that I think there are keystone species that sure. in the habitat we see right now, mm -hmm. there are important things that if we lose them, they'll have major flow on effects. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the idea of having biodiversity, the biodiversity per se mm -hmm. means presumably like a large diversity, large right. biodiversity is always considered to be quite good. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. But if you say we only need a few, then it was almost arguing we should focus only on those that are keystone and that drop the koalas yeah no, that... uh, i'm not arguing that at all and i think that'd be a terrible idea yeah. um because you know of course with the management of koalas we're managing their forests we're obviously managing a heck of a lot of other organisms and we're maintaining all kinds of diversity that we probably aren't even measuring yeah. often in, in some of these kinds of situations so no i'm no no i'm not advocating <laughs> do not want to be associated with not advocating for koalas <laughs> in any way shape or form ever that's funny yeah. so um talk about measuring diversity yeah, yeah i think that's actually an important point that i know many of you will start to do that in your lab yes in your class that's right you're doing now when you think about diversity of your insect detritivores and yep. your um microbial decomposers so there are different ways of measuring biodiversity um generally we talk about species richness right right which is which is essentially the numbers so basically saying Overall. we have a num we have 100 organisms here in this okay. environment, right? Right. Versus 50. Now, organisms or species? species? Species. Species. Sorry, sorry. species. Yeah. <laughs> we have 100 species yes. in here. And that's obviously great. And that's great. Yeah. Um, and that's one measurement you can have. Right. Just count the numbers. But then we have diversity. Right. Which then, classical diversity, which considers um, the relative abundance of each of those. Right. Okay. So remember, you can have a case where you'll have, um, you might have, hundred different species right but basically 50 of them are all humans right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right okay. and then okay. five are the koalas and yeah, yeah 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 or you could have um that being more even which is the Distrib term yeah. evenly distributed so yep. evenness yeah, okay. is something that is another term you'll see floated around right. when you talk about diversity um so i think those are the key things to make sure that uh everyone listening in here yeah kind of has a good feeling of understanding that because you'll see the term diversity floated around yeah. and meaning different things. Generally, it's usually considered 
evenness as mm -hmm. well as the richness. But often you'll also see people just referring to richness as being important. So right. the total number of species. Right, okay, okay. And they'll have different ecosystem impacts, right, well, as that, well. That, that's actually the thing I was going to ask. If we go into your microbe world yeah. for a second, there's, let's say we have a hundred different species of microbes, there's probably going to be a lot of them that have a similar function, mm -hmm. right? So maybe 25 will be, I don't know, I'm making stuff up now, early decomposers yep. that decompose only leaves. Yep. Um, 10 of them will decompose, you know, um, invertebrate matter mm -hmm. or, or whatever. Now, if we look at it that way, we may have, you know, oh, let's say I said 50 and 30, didn't I? I don't know. Let's say, <laughs> let's say it's a 50 and 30 because it's not going to make 80. <laughs> yeah. So we have 80 different species. Enough. Yes, exactly. 80 different species, but they have two specific roles. Yes. So if we look at the diversity in, in, in roles, there's only two different roles. Yep. So it's not very diverse at all. Right. I mean, that's basically another question of when it comes to diversity and right. sort of links back to when we were talking about the types of diversity. Sure. So yeah, what, yeah. Def and what defines a species, sure. et cetera, yeah, um, yeah. because it you could have diversity across the species level, mm -hmm. but you might actually have what's referred to as functional redundancy. Right, yes. So basically multiple species having a similar function. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and you might have some good examples in the macroecology world, <laughs> um, but certainly that's a big thing currently in microbial ecology is this idea of functional redundancy. Right. Um, and it's sparked on mostly because in the last 10 years or even less, mm. we've, with technology advances and changes, we're now actually seeing much more diversity of microorganisms than we actually thought was there. Interesting. Okay. Basically, because now we can use sequencing technologies, right. and we can identify them, um, and we start right. having lots of arguments about what is important. What is a species? Yeah, that's uh, another, yeah, another topic. Yeah, not okay, okay. What's a species? What isn't a species? Yep. And how do we define diversity? Yep. Right. So classically, and we've in the microbial world, we'll call them species if they have a identity at conservative genes. So right. this is ribosomal genes in this case. Yep. Of say ninety-seven uh, percent. So they're three percent sure. divergent would be considered another. Wow! Wow! Okay. Would be considered still the same. Oh, same species. species. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, if but that's sort of an arbitrary yeah. thing that we've looked at using phylogeny, the trees, yep. et cetera, and identify where they are. Yep. So family histories and evolutionary phylogeny. Prior to having that technology, it was based on just observations of what they look like. Yes, and a lot um, of things and what look they can the same. Do, and a lot of things look the same. Yeah. So that was a struggle. So we went from limit, sort of still diverse, but yep. limited to then this bang bonanza yep. of lots of diversity. Um, and then there's the argument, well, well, how much of that really matters? Because if they're doing the sure. same thing, and it's say, I'm sure the same thing applies mm -hmm. to the macroecology yep, world in that, well, it matters only if you have a change in environment. Sure. Presumably, where you basically, uh, it sort of comes back to our trade-off question, yeah. trade not life history necessarily, but a trade-off and a having that redundancy in the population yep. means that you have that insurance that if environments change, one You'll organism, okay. they might have the same function of degradation of leaf matter. Sure. But one might be better at doing something else, like have a faster growth rate than yeah. another. Or one might be better, more, might, might more better, heat better tolerant, better, more example, heat tolerant. In a, in a yeah. huge forest fire. Yeah. yeah. Or be able to stir off competitors, produce antibiotics or something like sure. that. So, you know, those other 
there are going to be some traits. differences. Yeah, there'll be differences right. in other traits, which presumably mean that if the environment changes, it's more resilient as a community. And right. uh, see, that's an interesting kind of idea of looking at biodiversity again as well, then, because now you're not just considering the organism, but it's its function under different contexts. Yeah. And that's something, like you mentioned, we haven't looked at a lot at all, have we? No, no, yeah, we yeah. haven't. Um, no, one thing that I actually brings goosebumps to yeah, me uh -oh. when I've given, given this in lectures, it, yeah. it's a quote, and I don't have it in front of me now, but um, by quite eminent microbial ecologists about, oh, I can't even remember the date, but let's say it was in the early stages of our understanding of microbial diversity. Sure. And the quote goes something along the lines of um, respecting, I'm going to paraphrase because yeah, I can't yeah. remember it. That's okay. Respecting, um, with all due respect, like we need to take care and understand our diversity of things such as the microbes mm -hmm. because if, you know, the the last panda chokes on, you know, sure, uh, yeah. bamboo and yeah. the whale dies in the ocean, yeah. um, that's going to be sad, or the koalas don't live, that's going to be yeah. sad, but we might be currently losing biodiversity of microbes that are producing are doing really right. important ecosystem services, but they're not seen. They're not these dynamic, you know, dynamic yeah, yeah, species. Yeah, yeah, they're the ones that are cute and cuddly. And that would be actually tragic. Yeah. Right. So while those animals, the koalas might die, that's sad. Absolutely. But we could be losing. A lot and of we are, And that's that not just microbial. Yeah, yeah. Obviously that extends to invertebrates, extends sure. to small mammals, things that we don't see. Right. Yeah. So that diversity is really important because we don't know what roles it plays. Absolutely. But we do know yeah. that those ecosystem services that many of these microbes that look the same, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they actually have important roles that could have major downstream consequences and, to and how the earth functions. Yeah, sure. And, and that makes complete sense. And it's it, to me, it's really fascinating that We've only stumbled across mm. this world, like you mentioned, kind of in the last decade, really. And there's still so much to learn about that. And often we get students come up to us. I've had a ton of time mm. to say, but it seems like everything's kind of been discovered already. Yeah. And here's a perfect example of how that is so not the case. And we're just yeah. really at this begin the beginning of such a long road of understanding different types of biodiversity and the importance of different types of biodiversity, yeah. especially at a microbial yeah absolutely absolutely and and how we how different environmental conditions of survival will actually um i guess protect conserve sure. biodiversity um which we don't know we don't know what they're going to have it's going to happen in the future absolutely um, yeah, yeah yeah so what are the other reasons why we might want to consider biodiversity protecting biodiversity well you know the the most important thing is you know it's nice to have a really diverse planet with a lot of diverse ecosystems that we can visit and see. So for just for our own pleasure, there's that. Mm. But often that doesn't have the kind of monetary value that are associated with other things that are economically important. I don't know. I'd argue, mm. this is my little... Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> um, coral reefs. Sure. You know, oh, they're almost gone. Enjoy them now because... Yeah, but what, they get a lot of attention still. They do, they right? do. They get a lot of attention in terms of reserve, preserving and how we're going to look because not necessarily, arguably, because they're the most mm -hmm. uh, important for ecosystems. They are important for ecosystem sure, services. Sure. But in comparison to something like what we see of Sydney and the South Coast and our temperate reefs, which right. are our kelp forests, etc., yep. you know, the argument is the dollar value, very minimal. Yeah, okay. Yet... 
the tourism industry is what really is preserving Absolutely. those. Yeah. So it, it is the, the fact that we have sure. people wanting to go there for pleasure and You're right. for money. You're right. In. You're right. But um, it's, it, you know, still we seem to kind oh, we still do, Yeah, because ultimately yeah, we yeah. need to change our habits. Yeah. And, you know, well, the reality is that's another, whether that can happen is <laughs> a whole other story and beyond the, you know, this Don't chat here. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. So there are there are instances where there is a monetary value attached to it. Mm. Um, maybe those are a bit rarer than others. Mm. Um, but nonetheless, I think we talked about biodiversity from an ecosystem functional aspect, mm -hmm. and that's extremely important. When we mentioned biodiversity from a genetic aspect, and that's, of course, going to be within an individual species. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be very important to things like crops as well. Maintaining genetic diversity to make sure that those crops can kind of um, you know, survive all kinds of different events and any kind of pests or fungus or anything mm -hmm. that grows in them. So genetic diversity is going to be important for evolution. Yeah. So there are there are seed banks, right? There are seed banks. Yeah, yeah. Which are really cool. My brother visited those for an art project once, which is really, all right. really cool. Yeah, there's just these really crazy cavernous cold places where we just lock in a bunch of seeds and things like that to make sure just in case anything happens to... Yeah. yeah. You know, because modern ag agriculture has really, you know, messed around a lot with. And for for reason. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, there's a lot of us on this planet to feed us. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've been doing it for centuries, mm. you know, manually by breeding certain sheep together or breeding certain cows together or certain strains of wheat that do better or produce more. Yeah. But the, the competition between those crops that are obviously bred to be better yeah, um, with natural wild stuff, which the bio, where is the diversity is, sure. is that yeah. somewhat of a concern? What's, what's... Yeah, you know, I, probably, yeah. you know, realistically in, in some ways it is. Um, you know, if we look at monocultures, when, when we have, you know, these farmlands that are producing these very you know, single or maybe two or three different types of wheat, mm, mm. you know, things can run through that really quickly and destroy it. If So, you know, it makes sense that we have these monocultures because it allows us to produce enough food for everyone. Yeah. But from a biodiversity aspect, it's really bad because, you know, disease can yeah. run through it. Um, and, you know, Keeping those seed banks, like you mentioned, are really important because maybe they have traits that will be important for future. For the future, yeah. Um, and, you know, we can breed them in or we can, you know, splice genes in them. Yeah, yeah. And genetically modify things. And the other thing we haven't really touched on um, in terms of the importance of biodiversity mm -hmm. um, and why we want to maintain it is something that I think is really um, key at the moment when we're in this pandemic um, to yes. think about uh, how we might actually get new drugs to to, sure. to sort of like maybe not a cure, but at yeah. least um, help with diseases that yeah. we go forward. So many many new drug targets are coming from understanding biodiversity, absolutely, um, yeah, yeah, and different proteins, different small sure. molecules, etc., that are encoded in that genetic diversity, much of which we haven't. Um, untapped yet absolutely yeah and I, I, that's what a lot of people argue for the maintenance of biodiversity right mm. we don't know what we're losing and, and we could be losing lost it yeah cures for cancer yeah because no one's ever looked at that and we found so many different 
yeah. you know, cures for different things from a whole bunch of different organisms. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. But you know, often we don't put value on things until we know they're valuable. <laughs> true, know? true. Um, no one values something they don't understand. Yeah. Or no one sees value in, in, or potential in something that no one's studied yet. Yeah. It's really hard to get research true. funds to do And that. there are classic examples of that going through. There like, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't there? Um, Always. Things like Wi-Fi, black box, you know, all yeah. of these things. Yeah. CRISPR-Cas technology, which I know a lot of people are interested in now, yeah. came from just basic understanding of molecular biology. Yeah, in yeah. And we needed all how of they those. defend yeah. themselves against viruses. You know? Exactly, exactly. And and if we didn't do all that previous research, we never yeah. would have gotten to that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, now we're now it just sounds like we're arguing for the funding of science, which I guess <laughs> we always are, but that's another story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it, one thing I'd like to say about the biodiversity is we've kind of looked at that in various kinds of ways throughout this course. Mm -hmm. You know, you focused a lot on microbes at the beginning and, and the importance of those and how they build ecosystem function. We talked about plants, we talked about animals, we talked about communities. Um, and, you know, a lot of this course was looking at biodiversity in various kinds of ways, even though we didn't use that term beforehand, yep. really. Yep. So, you know, I think it's important for each of you to understand the things that you've learned kind of, you know, can be used to understand biodiversity in various kinds of ways in this course. Yep. And differences and the reasons for why biodiversity might be considered important in different Absolutely. situations. Yeah. There are also environments where the diversity is less and more, right? So there's variation, there's gradients in what sure. you would consider environments that are more diverse or biodiverse than others so yeah. classically people think of coral reefs and rainforests yeah absolutely highly diverse right for sure for um sure. and deserts or something as yeah diverse. and that's less values <laughs> put on them as a consequence yeah. yeah yeah um but you know there's still all kinds of diverse species there and you know one of, one of my i think a really cool example is there's we see a lot of ants we see ants everywhere but the ants we see only are a really small proportion of the ants that are out there. Mm. Most ants never come above ground. Right. And there's thousands and thousands of species of ants that live below ground and have some function and play many important roles in the ecosystem, but we never even see them. All right. So they're never even measured. Right. So, you know, there's probably a lot of that stuff probably happening yeah. in deserts as well, yeah. you know, that we've never even thought about. Yeah. Uh, or maybe not. I don't know much about deserts. <laughs> maybe they're just barren wasteland. <laughs> but generally is the argument that... Um low diversity in a natural ecosystem would perhaps reflect more of an extreme environment because you have to become more specialized or yeah good question i don't know um you know i think it, it depends on uh, on the species that are available the potential mm -hmm. niches that are available there the opportunities to exploit those niches mm -hmm. um and maybe even you know the level of competition between each of these species whether they completely compete I'll compete one another yep. until one of them go extinct, mm -hmm. for example, which I think that's happened quite a lot throughout history. Um, I think it just, yeah, I think, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think all those things, like I would guess, would play a role. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, um, yeah so anyway, I think that that's just a, a short little chat about biodiversity from our own perspectives and from the perspective of this course, really. Yeah. So hopefully you guys understood what you learned and how it kind of plays a role into that. Yeah, and, and don't forget when you're going through and thinking about, um, for example, your reports, think about the diversity you see there. Yeah. Um, and anything you do when you're going for a stroll in the bush. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Down the street, look at the diversity you might see and... And, um, and try to understand why it exists. And, yeah. You know, what it might do. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, 
Well, nice to chat to you. Nice to interview yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Not that we really much yeah. of an interview. <laughs> no, no, more of a chat, really. <laughs> All Thank right. You. Cool. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.